what's happening. Hey, hey, hey. We're your partners. And your pals. I'm Donnie. And I'm Sean. And we are, and this is partners. And pals. And this is, uh, a, what, what is it? Special episode. Because a, we're actually done. We finished the season last week. Yeah. But we're only here because of two news stories that we felt were kind of important. And important enough for, I mean, here, here's what happened. We were going to do this just over the phone, but I had to, I was, I had to come out to the, this neighborhood. So why not just do a fast one? And then another event happened. So it kind of came into, it was originally going to be about one thing, uh, which is the death of Charlie Watts, which happened right after our, uh, recording of the final episode. And, uh, then the attack in Kabul, which we're getting ready to talk about now. Yeah. And then we're going to move on to Charlie Watts. But uh, before all that, uh, you were talking about energy drinks. You've been drinking, you've been drinking Venom. I tried Venom. Yeah. And the flavor I had, and it was zero sugar. Yeah. But it was delicious, though. It didn't taste like zero sugar. Is, uh, what was it? Strawberry apple. And it was delicious. Yeah. And Venom's, you know, Monster and Red Bull, they're all like three bucks. Yeah. 99 cents. 99 cents. That's not bad. And while we're on the subject of drinks, uh, the new Coke Zero, they changed the flavor. Did we talk about this already? Uh, you might have, but, you know, run through it again real quick if you feel... Basically, the new Coke I, Zero, Yeah. you should try. It's the one that... You know how Coke Zero is usually in a black container yeah. has the black label. <laughs> now it's red with the black writing. Oh, yeah, so you've seen it. Okay, yeah, because I got a stock of it worked. So that is the same thing. Okay. No, but but they better. rebranded it like Zero Sugar instead of Coke Zero. No, it's still Coke Zero, I think. But, but it, they call it, it says Coca-Cola in that war, and they, then it says Zero Sugar. Well, they changed the recipe. Yeah. And it tastes just like Coke now. They, Maybe, that's why they changed the name a little bit, too. Yeah. Because of, like, you know, Not only that, issues. dude, I think you would like it because you're always complaining about <laughs> soda being too sweet. If they do it with Dr. Pepper, like a Pepper 10 again, I loved Pepper 10. I, I know I bring it up. That's a, It was uh, perfect. Pepper, <laughs> dude, they make Pepper Zero and it's really good. Yeah, it's good, but it still tastes like Diet Dr. Pepper, which I know is better than other diet drinks, but still, like, uh, Pepper 10 was like, even if they did a pepper five or a pepper two, I bet there would be just enough, like, you know, just a, a hint, you know? You should try Coke Zero, the new Coke Zero. Yeah. Because it tastes like regular Coke, but just not as sweet. Yeah. It's, man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that, and I'm so glad that Mountain Dew puts out a lot of Zero flavors in their, uh... You ever think they call, like, really clean blow Coke Zero? Never even thought about it. <laughs> like with That's a good idea though. With like only like the minimal not like the minimal amount of cut but the minimal like amount of different cuts used like in one batch. I don't know. Oh man. Yeah, I just went there. Uh but Well So I think we should get to this news. I mean I'm gonna let you drive most of this train because I I know what happened, but I don't know. I didn't research it like you probably researched all this and shit. A little bit. Uh, well, the and fuck it was is all that over. Is, 
That's still the list. Oh, I thought there was like, like a list of like today. Don't, I'm like, don't, God, don't, ju- don't judge me. Don't and no, that's not from today. That's the nineties. Hey, hey, I don't have time for sixteen. Do segments. I have to? Do I have to explain <laughs> this? I don't. Okay. And uh, oh, you know what though? You know, real quick. I'm sorry to interrupt this guy. But Donnie I'll, No Manners Vagrant. A follow up to last <laughs> week. Top twenty five albums of the nineties. Nevermind was our number one. Yeah. And did you hear about this? What? The the guy that was the baby is now suing Nirvana for child pornography. Well, his little dicky was on the album cover. Yeah, his parents okayed it, and this dude has reenacted that photo for the pad like every ten years. So he's okay with it. He's fucking broke. And that's why he's suing Nirvana. And Nirvana's about ready to change the Nevermind cover altogether. Uh, honestly, the absence of a baby dick doesn't bother me. Yeah, but I'm glad I have the uh, I, I bet you the original cover. Did you hear about how they chose that, though? No. They, had, they told the label what they wanted. The label showed up with a picture of a baby girl and a baby boy. And they were like, we want the dick. <laughs> yeah, and of course, like, leave it to fucking Hollywood executives to have pictures of naked babies. Yeah. Well, the parents got paid. Yeah, I mean, I get it, like, but still, like, that's, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's always gross when they put, like, isn't there, like, a fucking, like, child porn on, like, the cover of, like, a Who album or something? Or uh, uh, Bow Wow Wow. Uh, has that you know remember them from the 80s yeah 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 Malcolm McLaren like had the album cover done where the singer who was only 13 at the time kind of like had a side boob or something she was naked in the oh. butt from the back and he got sued for or he <laughs> got charged with child exploitation mm. uh something like that like he probably banged her he's a dirty piece of shit Cor- well, and when the sex pistols say you're a piece of shit Actually, it's just a funny thing. They're all nice guys. I'm sorry to interrupt the the what we were about ready to yeah, talk about. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you just like fucking. Well, yeah, I just saw that 25 list. I remember the dude, the dude from Nevermind was singing. Dude. I thought that'd be a good follow up. Dude needs a fucking paycheck. Let's go, let's go to Sean Magnum and his big chair. The, thanks to the Dan. Afghanistan uh, news here. What's so? 13 U.S. troops killed in Kabul at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan on Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday, uh, August uh, 26th. Uh, it was, yeah, the Taliban, who is now in control of Afghanistan, has already bombed the U.S. airport, which was, or bombed the airport, which is the only kind of U.S. stronghold left, like, in Afghanistan. Uh, we're pulling out. Um, it's kind of like, <clears throat> we are kind of catching some shit from the UK, France, and Germany, because they did come into it when we got attacked, uh, and they're asking that we stay a little bit longer, which I bet we do covertly. Uh, yeah. we probably will covertly, uh, but, you know, we don't know that, <laughs> of course, but, uh, because there are a lot of... There are already a lot of American citizens that are going to be left there past the deadline uh, that are going to be in danger. But there are also, but you know, Germany has German citizens, France has French citizens, UK has British citizens over there, and 
They want the U.S.'s help in getting everybody back, which I understand that, too. I mean, we need to get our people back, but yeah. I bet we do some covert shit because we would end up doing some damage to our relationships with, like, three of our biggest allies. France and U.K. are, like, our biggest allies in the West, whether France admits it or not. I mean, they wait till they get attacked before they admit that shit, but... <laughs> yeah, I love them. You know, I love France. You know, fuck. Uh, it took me going there, but, <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty uh, sad. And the uh, uh, top military officials say that's highly likely there will be another attack in uh, twenty four to thirty six hours on the same airport. Uh, but yeah, there's trying to complete the evacuation but that's usually military soldiers and about 2,000 Afghanis that they're granting citizenship to or you know who were cooperating with the U.S. in some way shape or form uh, there are a lot of people pissed off that a lot of American civilians will be left there uh, I mean you shouldn't have gone to Afghanistan but at the same time I'd like to get them back home right like, and if we pull out all the way then you know we're not <laughs> yeah you know i mean after this attack maybe we should leave the head in just a little bit just for a little longer you yeah, know just <laughs> i mean like joe biden already said now he's not good at making threats and shit i wish he'd ha had somebody else step in and say this yeah. for him but if you do this to us again we're gonna find you <laughs> we're gonna fuck you up he did say we're gonna hunt you down <laughs> yeah we're gonna hunt you down like I want, I'm hoping in the next 20 years we're at a point where just once throughout a decade there's a president who one time says, we're going to find you and we're going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, like just puts it out there. aggressive, dude. That's why. That's like the only like not a monster, not a Trump. Like, like a Al Sharpton. Like well, not an uh, outside. He'd that be a good energy. mouthpiece. That good he'd be energy. a good mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> now he was present. No, no, no. Before you stop the fucking emails here. No shit. Oh, you know what? We'll get emails from every side of the board on that one. That reminds me. At the end of this episode, I have a very special announcement to make. What's up? Oh yeah. <laughs> I just asked. I haven't told you yet, but yeah. it's it's gonna be. Uh, uh oh, dramatic. I'm gonna make it dramatic. Is it what I think it may be? I'm not a homosexual. No. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't come in this much. Sean just asked me if I was uh, having another kid, <laughs> and my reply was that did I come in here fucking crying today? No. <laughs> I. Oh my god. I. Oh. Oh. We're about to do that Jewish dance where we all joined hands and went go in a circle one direction and then we go the other direction. I really need That's to the get only sick. Jewish. <clears throat> I yeah. can't I can't afford any more kids. Oh, I thought you were already I thought you were talking about circumcised. Oh no, I'm circumcised. You you do you do that when you're young. Yeah. But yeah, man, uh <clears throat> there's uh you know, who knows what's gonna happen as a result of this, like there's a lot of, uh, I mean, it's kind of already, like, the Taliban's already kind of running wild, like, killing people over there from what's being said by uh, uh, <coughs> different military officials. Uh, the Americans that are over there 
past the deadline will be in danger. Uh, you know, unless... And if we pull out all the way, is Britain... Are UK, France, and Germany going to go out of their way to also look for U.S. citizens? Oh, by the way, the Taliban, the part of the Taliban that the U.S. was working with to help take over the government of Afghanistan uh, was given the names of all the Americans that are left in the in Afghanistan. So they'll also have a list of all the Americans who are left past the deadline. So if you're over there, you might have to be hopping around trying to, and you don't know if people turn you in. Uh, oh, and now man. I'm like, now I'm going into this Kentucky. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, they might chop your fingers off. But I hope they get home safe. I man. do hope That's they. I can do. Yeah, I'm not hope. trying to spread any hysteria or anything. It's just, but so far. That's not going good, but it was big news. I felt like, you know, we should at least mention it and, you know, give our hearts thanks to the soldiers who were out, you know, out there. Like, I mean, you don't have to agree with the war to uh, say thanks to the soldiers. Um, yeah. And the families that lost their... I, I'm totally against war and the government, but I do give props to anyone that served... I ain't doing it. And if you got the balls to do it, then, you know. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. And That's awesome. I'll give you shit from wherever I work, you know, like stuff. Word. Free stuff. Even if it, at risk of getting fired. So, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Good but, people. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, <clears throat> we're going to take a small break. And we're going to come back to you and talk about Charlie Watts and the Rolling Stones. Uh, talk about some of his great works with the Rolling Stones. And, uh, you know, just uh, bring it back around. And, uh, yeah. So. Big announcement. And a big <laughs> sexy announcement from Big Sexy D. Mm. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. All right, people, so we're back. We're back, and, uh, you know, this isn't a regular episode. We just have two important mm -hmm. things that we wanted to talk about, and the first being the Afghanistan thing, and the second thing, actually, this was the main thing we were going to get together and talk about. We just want to give a tribute to Charlie Watts. Yeah, he died uh, earlier this week, and the causes have not been released. Uh, apparently, he'd been sick for some time, and... He wasn't going to be on this Stones tour. They have Steve Jordan from Expensive oh. Winos playing, like I predicted, because he's the only one who knows how to play with Keith outside of Charlie. And, you know, they're not hiring any white guys to be in the Stones, except for Chuck Lavelle, who was in the Allman Brothers. There is a... I did see... <clears throat> if you're a white dude in the Stones and you die, like, that's it. Like, no more white people. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Said, Why the fuck would you? <laughs> are you familiar with the hard times? That's what answer an argument should do. Huh? The, are you familiar with the hard times? N the magazine? Well, it's a, uh, it's like an internet magazine, yeah. Yeah, but it's I've like heard the, of it. Well, it's like the, you know, funny news, but it's all music related. Yeah. And they post that article, Grieving Keith Richards Worries. Who's going to back him on drums for the next 40 years? 
Dude, what's gonna happen when he fucking goes, man? I don't know. Are they gonna stay? Apparently, they were gonna tour like with Charlie Watts, not without Charlie Watts. I mean, they've done shit like that before, though, haven't they? Not without Charlie Watts. Fuck no, no, they haven't. And but the thing is, like, uh, I don't remember who was from who was playing with the New Barbarians. uh, but like whoever played drums for them, which was Ron Woods like solo album project, but Keith Richards played on that tour in 78, 79 and they had a riot in Milwaukee because they thought it was going to be a s- special stones yeah, thing, even yeah. though it wasn't marketed as such. There's that guy. And then uh, when Keith Richards decided to start doing solo albums in the 80s, he had Steve Jordan playing with him, and Steve Jordan had to learn how to play with Keith. So that's a guy that makes sense to have, you know. He's still young enough. He's alive, uh, you know. Yeah, Charlie Watts was my favorite sound. Yeah, he's always, like, mumbling and shit. Like, even he's back in the cool. 60s, like, he'd be like, uh, He's just normal. They were all doing, like, their rock star thing, and he's like... it could get much better than this. I saw a video recently. Was, uh, he was the one who would go home after the tour, and I have a feeling his house looks like a museum. He was into World War II history. Because, you know, they grew up during that stuff when London was getting bombed. Yeah. Like, all those guys, like, everybody from the British invasion grew up, like, while was there when London got bombed. And I don't know, like... I mean, the Beatles were in Liverpool, but, you know, all the London acts. Before COVID, the Stones did a, uh, they did, like, a couple songs, like, on Zoom, where they were all on Zoom, and it was hilarious, because it was, like, when each one of them came in, like, they'd pop up on the screen, and Charlie was the last one to pop up on the screen, and he did not have, like, everybody had their amps and their guitars, like, Mick Jagger had his microphone, Charlie Watts had his sticks, and then he had the drum, his drum track playing in the background. Like he was like, I'm "Not setting my shit up." And yeah, <laughs> just like, I was Charlie Watts, dude. Like he didn't play games, and it's funny. Like he was a jazz drummer, so like playing rock and roll to him, like you could tell he was bored a lot of the time. But he did some really cool stuff, and he laid down a backbeat like nobody else. Dude, like he. I think he, him and Ginger Baker and Keith Moon were, like, the three greatest rock drummers, uh, like, three greatest known rock drummers uh, of all time. Uh, you know, people say John Bonham from Zeppelin. He was good with the backbeat, but uh, I wouldn't quite put him on the level of uh, Ginger Baker or Charlie Watts or Keith Moon. Uh but, Charlie Watts' drum beat though was like always so slick on all the songs. It know? was it's like it just like he wasn't very even, flashy, but there no, was some stuff where he showed like, off a little bit. He could have been a drum machine pretty much because he was just like it was steady and like he never fucked up or missed a beat. Like he was like a machine, and like you'd watch him too, and he'd had that calm look on his face, like. Yeah, he always had like a cup of coffee back there or something like. Yeah, or tea. Tea. That's what it was. Yeah. A big thing, of like, because it, it was in like one of those clear glass mug things, yeah. like they have over there. Uh, God, yeah, I heard. Uh, you know, my dad has a friend that he plays music with. Uh, uh, I'll, well, his name's Brendan. That's not gonna hurt. Uh, but he was a kind of a gopher for the Stones for a while. 
and he possible. said uh, dealing with Mick and Keith and Ronnie was kind of you know a pain in the ass. You know they were they're rock stars. You know. Yeah, I heard Mick Jagger's a huge pain in the ass. I heard Mick Jagger. Well, and apparently Keith could be too, uh, but not as bad. But he said the one that was the coolest was Charlie. I, I buy that. He seems like a regular dude. Like, he ain't need... He wasn't, like, as needy. Because, you know, we're all human. You get accustomed to that. Yeah. I mean, especially if you've been in that position for over 40 years. I mean, it's natural. Uh, you know, I'd like to think, like, okay, right now in my stage of life, it doesn't take a whole lot to make me happy. But if I started to get a taste for more and more and more... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... So I'd probably become like, like Prince Charles or something, you know. Like when I stopped buying like big K sodas. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you moved on to name brand. And, and you know what? Know. I went back. I got some like diet orange big K two liters. This stuff's pretty fucking decent. See, and why don't you save some? Why don't you well, save they, a little? They're only like fucking fifty nine cents. As see? opposed to two fifty nine or something. Yeah, exactly. I just want like yeah, unless there's a sale on like the name brand soda. I'm going for the cheap soda now. It's pretty good. Yeah. But, oh, I... <laughs> but, uh, sorry, we're oh. veering away. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you, no, no. You were in the middle of a story. I was... I wasn't in a story, was I? No, you were done. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the middle of the story. Now I was done. Okay, but yeah, we're... Uh, what was it? My favorite Charlie Watts story. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh... Well, hold on. Let's wait just a second on that because that's pretty juicy. I want to find. We saved that. Song. Why don't we end with that? We'll yeah. End with that on Charlie. I'm gonna have something on in the background for Charlie, featuring a little bit of his drum work. You know, like uh, some uh, song "Torn and Frayed." Where it is? Where is it? It's off of Exile, uh, which is like one of the few albums where he really kind of like showed off what he could do. So we'll just have this playing in the background. I'm sure somebody will call in the middle of it. But. Yeah, so. So let's talk some favorite Stone songs and albums. Well, I just started with Exile on Main Street. It's a great one, but it's the one everybody says. And uh, I think a lot of people who say it are probably full of shit. And I don't think they have the patience to sit through the whole album yet. It takes a long time. It took me a long time to listen to it. Just have it playing in the background. That's how I feel about Aladdin saying, like, I listened to it, but I still haven't listened to it enough to, like, like, like. It's, yeah, it's kind of like Ziggy Part 2, like Ziggy Stardust yeah. Part 2, but uh, yeah, it's one that I have to listen to all the way through, but it has great songs on there. I, I don't know, I like it. I like Aladdin Sane, but no, it's not Ziggy, and I still need to give Funky Dory some more listens, because... That's that Rebel Rebel on it, right? No, 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 that's, no, that's yeah, that was later on. His Ziggy phase, though, was from like Hunky Dory or something onto Aladdin Sane. My favorite Stones album since I heard it was Sticky Fingers. Yeah, that's a great one. That All Let It Bleed. Let It Bleed's Let it my bleed favorite really little good. bit over Sticky Fingers. And really then I'm gonna good, put like, this in like Beggar's Banquet. But see, then we got all that stuff from like the mid '60s that was really good, like Aftermath and uh, December's Children. Even though that's kind of like 
a put together of different recording sessions like in that time period <laughs> like uh but yeah out of our heads aftermath all that like between the buttons and flowers stuff and then uh yeah before they went on to do like beggar's banquet they did satanic majesty's request wasn't a great album but it was like their attempt at a psychedelic album yeah i want to hear that i mean that it's cool it's got some the good songs off their uh 2000 light years from home that's a good song is that the one that kids covered no, no, they cover okay. 2000, man. That's right. Uh, that one's decent. Uh, Bill Wyman does, has a song that he sings called In Another Land. I feel like that's one that, like, if I find out a yard sale, I'd buy it. Like, I don't want to spend, like, 30 if bucks you, on it. Oh, uh, actually, you would if you found the one with the original hologram on it. Oh, well, Because yeah. it's worth, like, 80 to 100. So if you found it for 30, I'd buy it. <laughs> like, uh... But, uh, yeah, actually, I'll put on uh, 2,000 Light Years From Home after this. Because that... There we go. Actually, I'll just go ahead and put it on now, because I hit the button by accident. This is probably the best song off of it, but... Oh, there's a She's a Rainbow. That's off this album. You know that song? Okay, so there's some good shit off. I like that era of Stones, though, like, because they were kind of creative. Brian Jones was being creative. Because he didn't do a lot of songwriting, but had some of his creativity in there. And they were going to Morocco a lot, smoking hash. They what were, got me into them was uh, listening to that podcast, Disgraceland, and they had all these cool different Rolling Stones episodes, and... It just made me like him. I looked up the, uh, what, what's the big fest, uh, Ultimate, or uh, Ultimate, uh, Ultimate, where the yeah. black guy got stabbed by the Hells Angels. Yeah, and like that got me wanting to listen to them, and Sticky Fingers was the album that I went with to listen to the percussion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some of the percussion was also done by Brian Jones on some of this stuff. But yeah, like, Charlie Watts did a lot. Like, I think the maracas were done with, uh, by Brian Jones. Charlie Watts. Yeah. It's a tribute. To Charlie motherfucking Watts. He was a great drummer. Great man. Uh, you know what he did later in life? He, you know, since he came up, like, listening to jazz, playing jazz, uh, I'm gonna turn this down just a little bit, uh, he put together a big band thing and hired a bunch of jazz musicians and paid them really good, and they did, like, an album and a tour or something. Oh, wow, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Imagine Charlie Watts calls you and wants you to pay in his, play in his band, and he's going to pay you more than you're used to making, more than likely. Or at least something decent. And uh, you're going to... I feel like you would have went to that if that tour would have came here. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, I would have. I'm not really into... I mean, I like some of that stuff, but I don't know it that well. Like, yeah. I'd have had a good time. But yeah, I'd have totally gone. It'd be cool to see Charlie Watts. I think jazz kind of sucks ass, really. Uh, there's some good jazz out there. I, I just don't like that stuff that... Remember that uh, Polish dude we worked with at Primo? The blonde dude. Oh, he was always yeah. like, jazz, jazz, jazz. He was... But he uh, listened to Primus and Mr. Bungle and shit, too? Yeah, he wasn't a bad guy, but when he started talking about jazz and polka, he was like, dude, 
I, I wouldn't say anything to him about Polka. I, mean, I get it. That's your people. That's, that's your thing. But, dude, shut Polka the fuck up it. about jazz. He listened to that jazz that didn't make sense, though. I hate jazz. Charlie Watts played that old big band jazz that made sense, like where it was oh, songs. Oh, like big band shit? Yeah, like oh, this, where wow. it was songs. Like, I like that shit. Like, I uh, like big band shit. Who was the guy? Satchmo, uh, uh, uh. What's his name? Louis Armstrong? That kind of stuff. Oh, okay. I'm okay with that. I don't really listen to it. Like, where it's kind of like in between jazz and blues and like R&B almost. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it's more like that. But he could play those like... He could play all that drum shit. Same with Ginger Yeah, I don't like that. And that kind of makes me want to hit somebody. And I don't want to take a chance to get beat up by one of those guys. I, I mean, those things are talented as fuck. It's just, I just I don't mean, like the, a lot of them are dicks. They're not all dicks, but enough of them are. I think we should tell that awesome story. Oh yeah, Charlie Watts. So, and I'm I, if you're if you're a diehard Stones fan, you know this story. But in the 1980s, I believe Stones were on tour, and. Uh, I don't even know where this happened. What city, What? whatever. You need more of this fancy-ass water. Oh, yeah, that'd be lovely. Okay. Uh, this has been brought to you by Hawaiian Volcanic Fancy-Ass Water. Damn. Okay, there we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's good water. Good water. They were on tour. And uh, Charlie was the kind of guy, he wouldn't stay up and party afterwards, usually, you know. He'd, what, do a little press thing and go back to his room, go to bed with his wife. Well, one night there was a party. Mick and Keith were at this party at whatever hotel they were at. This is the birds, by the way, But so let's keep it stones. Uh, I like the birds. Ah, fuck it. Leave it. Anyway, there's a party, Mick and Keith are there, and Mick's drunk, being a diva, and he's like, Oh, where's my drama? And keep in mind, he was wearing one of Keith's jackets at this time. And, uh, fucking, you know, big spread at this party, awesome, beautiful hotel rock star party, and they're older at this point, so they're not wrecking it or anything, it's a nice party. He goes up, Mick Jagger goes looking for Charlie, goes to his hotel room, just goes in into his room while he's sleeping and says, Where's my trauma? All like, you know, like Steven Tyler meets fucking Axl Rose walk and movement. Yeah, so, and Charlie Watts like, yeah, I'll be down there. And uh, so he gets up. Cleans himself up, uh, puts on a suit, gets himself all sharp looking. Well, then he puts on a suit. Yeah, and I can see him just like straightening up his tie in the mirror and all that. Uh, goes down to the party and he goes towards Mick, who has a big platter of fish on one of those roller trays behind <laughs> yeah. him. Like a big like fish, a whole but fish. No, I think it's like sliced up and stuff. Oh, but okay. that'd be even better with the whole fish. Yeah. But there's a there's a fish platter onto him, and uh, fucking uh, 
Charlie Watts runs up to Mick, fucking grabs him and says, I'm not your drummer, you're my singer, and fucking decks him in the fucking face, and Mick flies back onto this tray of fish, and they have to stop him before he literally flies out the window. <laughs> and Mick got pissed, or Keith got pissed off because Mick was wearing his jacket, and he's like, I never could get that smell out of that jacket. <laughs> and so after, from then on, they knew not to fuck with Charlie. Yeah, I heard they used to fuck with, uh, who was the... Ron Wood. Yeah, or was he the, no, no, uh, who's the guy that died? Oh, uh... Brian? Yeah. And I heard they used to fuck with him because he was short. And, like, they'd get in the car and be like, hey, where's Brian? And, like, they would, like, Keith and Mick would be doing that. Yeah. And, like, Charlie would just be sitting in the back seat with that smile on his face. They're like... Charlie, have you seen Brian? And he just had that Charlie Watts grin on his face. Yeah. That grin, dude. That grin was uh, a... Charlie stood up for Brian when it was time to kick him out. Like, they didn't want to... He wasn't necessarily, like... I think he wanted to go out and get him a little more help than just, like, kind of dumping him. I think he... I don't know. There's some, I don't remember where I read that, but he, like, felt like they just dumped him. I don't know. He seems like he would feel like that because he's the cool one. But, fuck, Brian Jones, though, he was... I mean, when they started, he was the leader of the band. And he... They were just a blues cover band. And... But he was having himself paid more than the rest of the band. Ooh. Yeah. And apparently, shit. And apparently when Mick, Keith, and Brian had an apartment, there were rumors... Rumors, so it's not libel. It's just rumors that, like, uh, yeah, like that. Uh, they had experimented. Is that this? Is that the term? Like, like oh, Mick, you know, Mick and Brian did. That's obvious. But like, apparently, Brian might have gotten Keith to, according to the rumors. I bet. And Keith. Keith held that as like a resentment, and that's why later on he took his girlfriend, took over his band, and everything. At least that's the way, like, Brian put it. Oh. So, or so. I don't know Brian, if Brian admitted it or... Brian but, banged Keith, so Keith took his band. I wonder if... Yeah, see, I'm wondering who... Yeah, you know Brian probably was the pitcher in that situation. I love Keith, but, dude, people are always fucking Keith's girlfriends and shit. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like... He used to be my hero and shit, but I was like, man, I couldn't just stand there like a bitch and just let that happen. Apparently, he didn't, like, care, really. Marlon Brando was banging Anita Pallenberg while they were filming together. Mick Jagger was banging her. Uh, And then later, he started banging that Ushi chick who used to bang Jimi Hendrix and had, like, I don't know, invited Peter Green... And Danny Kirwan from Fleetwood Mac to a Munich party to play music, and apparently they got dosed, and it was some kind of ritual party. They came out like that's why Peter Green was all fucked up afterward. He just said he was never the same afterwards. Damn. Yeah, this was back when it was Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac before Stevie Nicks and that other guy were in it. Like, and they just did blues rock songs and shit. They were actually pretty good. They wrote Black Magic Woman. And the Green Man Alishi. Yeah, that song's dope. Yeah. I like the Priest version of it, though. But. Yeah, the Priest version's pretty... I like how the Priest be singing about... But. Okay, anyway. Back to Charlie. <laughs> I, I guess... Just, I'll I love Charlie. 
We salute you, partners and pals. We do salute you. And uh, this is the Yardbirds. I guess we'll come right back with our goodbyes. Or, or I'm sorry, wait. Are you done with the? Are you? Do you just cut Charlie Watts off? Kind of. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut Charlie? I thought we were. We were going through like we had things. People banging and. Well, it's the '60s and '70s, you know. There. We got talking about Charlie. Well, Charlie's involved in a lot. He was there, you know. He was. Ultimate. I wasn't trying to cut cut him off. I just I thought we were. Donnie's always cutting people off here at Partners and Pals. no, I, I, Even in the afterlife, trying I, to make people I got feel a lot, I, I just have a lot going on, and I thought we were done. Yeah. I've been trying to multitask, and Sean is like the fifth person today for getting giving me the business because I have plans. This is supposed to be about Charlie, people. I got plans all day, and I'm it's trying to fit everything to be in. about to fit everything in. You don't have much to fit in. Get it. I do now. <laughs> since I lost 25 pounds, I got a little bit more to say. I need in. to lose some weight. Seriously, I gained since Florida, I've gained like 10, 12 pounds. Yeah, I went to the doctor. Last time I went to the doctor, like I weighed in. Because they kind of get worried. Sometimes I fluctuate between this 165, 175. But I had been staying closer to 165. And when I went back in, I was like 175, 176. And she just looked at me. I'm like, I ate a lot in Florida. And I work at a gas station. Like, uh, there's bad food all around me. And she's like, what have you been eating? I'm like, hot dogs, um, the occasional donut. And she's like, yeah, that'll... That'll put weight on you. you when I went stop. to get my physical before I lost my weight, this lady told me that I needed to lose weight, but she was bigger than me. I'm like, she's hey. probably like, don't be like me. Like, stop before it's too Dude, late. She was the doctor, and she's like, it's time to trim down. I was like, bitch, I'm time for you to trim down. <laughs> Damn, Damn man, telling me to trim well, down. Well, she's so busy. Doing doctoral stuff. She's worried about other people. Well, I, I guess you can't worry about other people if you ain't got your shit. I don't know. I love my doctor though. She's she's the best. I can't say her name because I don't want to taint her good reputation with my savagery on this show. But she's wonderful. She's been my doctor ever since like 2006, and she's a do, not an md. She it means she can practice anywhere in the country. She's supposed to be a bonus shit. You talking about your doctor and shit. Hey, you brought this stuff up. Dude, I got <laughs> Don't fucking get smart it. with me. Look, look, I, I mean, let's, let's look, peek behind the curtain Charlie. Here. Working with Donnie Vader. We miss you. Know? We miss you, Charlie. Get it? The song. Yes. Props to Charlie. But you know what I'm saying, though? It's like... Oh. See, when I come in like this, this should be a little bit more of a, a little bit more fandom here going on. Uh, There's two of us here. Appreciation, though, for me making busy. Well, you know what? I busy. mean, like, you know, I make arrangements for you to, you know, get things that you need. <laughs> I mean, I, I do my part I know. for the show, I and know. I got to chop this thing up. On top of work and everything, you know, I mean. So we're hoping you're enjoying this episode in December 2025. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's got to change next season. Well, first off, we had we had an issue with one episode. Oh, yeah. 
This is a that could be so, really, yeah. So we can say, uh, oh, I won't say it's name. So that kind of put a gap in between episodes, and then there was one I was just late on, and then the last one I got last done as quick as possible. Last one got out in time. So but Charlie Watts. We salute props. you. You were great both times I saw you. Yeah, I saw them once in 06 and once in 2019. And apparently we thought we were going to see him again, but he wasn't even going to be there on the tour. Uh, but still, like, honestly, I'd like to think it's uh, Louisville Papa John Stadium's fault for, like, not working with them. And that was the final thing that led to Charles' death. So Louisville Papa John Stadium, Cardinal Stadium, or whoever's in charge of those affairs, that falls on you. Yeah, yeah, we need to get rid of our university sports events or interfering with the Stones. Yeah, UFL football, that falls on you. I mean, boo. Boo. But we'll be right back. Charlie, we love you. RIP, you'll never be forgotten. You're on like 30 or 40 albums worth of awesome music. Well, you know, a few of them weren't that great. But, you know, we can't all hit home runs. <laughs> Be right back. What's up, everybody? We're back. We're back. America's bad boy here. America's sweetheart. And uh, so there's something I want to proclaim on this show right now. A big announcement here. Uh, I am registered as a Democrat. I am registered as a Democrat, and I will continue to be registered as a Democrat for the ability to vote in the primaries. However, I am renouncing the Democratic Party and all parties until I find I am sick of this two-party system. It's nonsense. Oh, yeah, I feel the same way. (laughs) We have, like, 90 different choices of fucking soda, 90 different... like. Four different, every time a comic book comes out, four different covers come out. But yet we can only vote for two people to be president. And that's because they only put two people in the debate. two sides to handle Congress or two sides to handle the judiciary. And I wouldn't care if they weren't all fucking clowns. And the Supreme Court's not even supposed to fucking, no matter whether Republican, Democrat, they're supposed to be non-biased when it comes to that shit. Yeah, but it's no, it's like Trump made sure that he just put way more fucking Republicans in there, like hoping that it would be biased. That's why I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Fuck the Republicans, fuck the Democrats, you know, fuck the Libertarians, fuck all political parties. We need somebody needs to start a new political party called Sick of the Shit. Shit of the Sick of the Shitocrats. That's what I want. Yeah, to do. that'll be taken super seriously. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need somebody in there that gives a fuck about this country instead of somebody that just wants their team to win. So I'm renouncing well, we the We need Democratic our team party. to win. We need the team to win. Oh, fuck that. That's what sports are there for. But, see, politics, you're allowed to be a hypocrite. I don't want other people to do that, but I do want my team to win. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I, you know, I've been saying that for a long time, though, especially, like, during the election years and stuff, like... Like, I've always, ever since I've voted, I've been registered Democrat, but I'm not happy with either side. Like, no. I'll never be a Republican, although I have some friends that are Republicans, you know, but... If they if, if somebody comes out a Republican, a progressive Republican with the right ideas, 
I would vote for him. There are a lot of people that vote Republican that don't agree with the, you know, fucking anti, like, that are trying to move it from the anti-gay, anti, you know, minority yeah, mindset. But the problem is there's still so many, like, the power that controls the Republican Party and a lot of the Democratic Party, too, well, is yeah. still, like, white supremacists, like, involved. Like, Democratic Party is just a different, has a different form of white supremacy going on. Instead yeah. of saying, hey, we don't want you in our country club, they're like, we need to create a country club for you that you'll feel safe in, but that runs by our rules, and... We'll, right, we'll provide right, you with everything right you need, on. but you need to vote for us, and you need to tote the party line, you know. And you need us because you can't think for yourselves. I mean, and I mean, I, back in this in the eighties, in cities like Chicago, D.C., uh, fucking uh, uh, Detroit was a big one, uh, New York. Uh, actually Louisville everywhere uh, families like that were laid off in factories but especially like Detroit, Chicago uh, Newark places that had a lot of factories where factories were shut down and families lost their main income Yeah, had to go on welfare could only get welfare if the father was absent from the home and they would send people out to check this is democratic backed and uh, so they'd send people out randomly, like twice a week, which means dad had to be gone, which is what started the absence of a father uh, in, a, in the home. And then plus, you know, the need for money. If you can't get a job at a factory and you didn't have a chance to get educated, you want to get your degree or a certificate or something, then what are you going to do? You got to make some kind of money. And that's, you know... And, and then at the same time, you've got drugs being pumped into the neighborhoods by, like, cartels and the government. Yeah, fuck the government. Like, the FBI was pumping fucking uh, uh, heroin and cocaine into black neighborhoods. They just don't, keep that. They don't give a fuck about any of us. They just they don't. Man. And the CIA's always doing experiments on us. There was the experiment in the 50s where they dumped a like some kind of bacteria in a subway tunnel to see how fast it would spread. And a lot of people got really sick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. And, uh... You mean you think COVID's an experiment? It might be. I mean, it. I honestly think, like... I don't know if this particular outbreak was planned, but I think they planned for an outbreak and knew that it felt like it needed to happen. They've been talking about People have talked about this for a while. Bill Gates had talked about it. A guy named Aaron Russo, who was kind of a conspiracy theorist, talked about it. Uh, but um, uh, that guy, David Icke, who's also kind of a weirdo, has talked about it. But a lot of people have mentioned it, and then it happens. And then the idea that you need to get vaccined in order to do things, which I mean, I'm vaccinated. Don't I gotta have that? But that's already yeah. Like that's like this was all predicted. So this is obviously some. This plan has already been in place. They were just waiting for it to happen. Now I don't know if uh, we worked with China to make it happen or if it just happened to leak and we took advantage of it. But I think yeah, I think this is like a balancing. Like, we're trying, I don't know. Some people want it as a way to balance out the world. Some people want it to weed out the weak. Some people want, you know, I don't you, know. You know, another reason why I'm walking away from the Democratic Party is because 
the Democrats and the Republicans, they're the ones in office. They're all pitting us against each other, like the the citizens that are Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, they're just pitting us against each other. Well, they're Don't all forget. friends with each other. Like I know exactly. Don't forget who the real enemy is: Republicans that fucking all lives matter. Republicans and you, you're way too liberal. Liberals, like remember who the real enemy is. It's not the other guy that just has a different belief. It, people have these beliefs because the government is fucking. Yeah, I we're mean, we're just fucking we're nothing to them, you know. Remember who the real enemy is. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it range it goes all across the spectrum, really. Like, I mean, fucking yeah, they can suck a dick. Well, uh, on a happier note, though, this was a this was a little treat for everybody. It was, it was. a treat for us. It's a then, treat for you, definitely. And we're gonna. I hope it was. I hope you felt that way. We'll be back like probably the end of September. Either end of last uh, weekend in September, first weekend of October. Around. I want. I kind of want the last weekend of September because that'll be like a week after I see Faith No More, so I can. We're hoping to add additional format, so that's kind of why Uh our time. But we. Want that to be a surprise. We'll still have the audio on Spotify. And we Spotify. haven't tested shit yet, so we have to test stuff. And, you know, I'm actually getting... I'm not getting a MacBook because I can't afford it, but I'm getting a laptop. So I think that'll bring something uh, else with the... Uh, but you can do GarageBand on your phone, too. Well, yeah, but I yeah, but as far as, like, you know... Some of the uh, Apple... Pro- but, yeah, you having a laptop will help, like, especially, yeah, if it's, like... If you could bring it and you could do your own stuff here like have we can Maybe do our set up I'm year. gonna have to have something eventually where a table set up in the middle but you know I have to move within the next week or two so that's right so we're gonna have a new uh, set up somewhere like I don't know if it's I bet it's smaller and uh, we haven't worked on new guests yet but we are gonna they, trust me the the possibilities friends are gonna be uh I'm looking forward to... I'm trying to plan something nice for our Halloween episode. I'm trying to upgrade this a little bit before... Uh, it, hey, I mean, last season, dude, we brought you fucking... Frylock, Carrie Means, L7s, Jennifer Gardner, VA of Jennifer Sloppy. Finch, you mean? I said Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. I always do that because Susie Gardner's in L7. Okay. I always like... But we brought you... Uh, uh, Mike and Renee from Blank 77. We brought you BA from Sloppy, Jennifer Finch from L7, and uh, Carrie Means from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So we got some, and so we got a. We've got some people we're reaching out to now, but we really want to get this new format. Uh, yeah, we want to get that good to go before we start. Uh, bringing people in with us uh and we still have uh we we had planned on doing something where we had gotten the whole gang together for the end of the season but uh with ed's passing things kind of came up and we just i don't know and now with the whole uh remasking of the population who knows what's going to happen but we're going to try and have that going on for the second season oh and there are going to be new permanent segments on the second season yeah shit where you are going to be able to witness us lose and fucking have to do punishments that the other one comes up with and we'll have like a lot more like 
I don't know, walking around outdoor, like we'll be visiting more places and I don't know. I, I think we will. Big on that. I think I we are. I think that's because your puss puss didn't throw bug spray on. Donnie got bitten by mosquitoes one time, and that's just affected his whole decision. Sorry, to take I don't show wear on the long road. pants in the summer. Don't you be a man, bitch! I am a man. I'm the manliest. <laughs> I am the manliest dude, like in our circle. Really? I think so. I mean, you have kids and stuff, but I don't know. I'm pretty manly. In our circle. In our circle. I, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I, I have to do a lot of stuff like, ah, oh, like. Let me lose 25 pounds and we'll have a dick contest. Well, let me lose. Yeah, whatever. We've had a dick contest. Okay, well, like, I haven't tried. <laughs> All I'm I've kind of tried a little bit. I'm, I'm scared, dude. Yeah, it's been so long that like I'm fucking terrified. Fear of pussy. Yeah, I'm afraid of what comes with it. Like I, because like every time I bang somebody, every time I bang a woman, she like wants to stay forever. That That's first why you time, you get on that mail order bride shit. I don't want that like, either. Two That's, weeks marriage. I'm not old enough for that to not be pathetic. Nah. I'm still young enough for that to be pathetic. I'd do it. I'll wait till I'm 58 and then I'll do it. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we'll, we'll, put myself out there. Maybe we can make that a thing for the show, you know, fucking like they could win a night with this guy. That would be fun. I'm I remember, clean. I'll carry my medical records with me. I remember when I did Asshole TV and we tried to have them win a date with Wayne that contest and no oh. one entered. Oh. Yeah. Well, it was also a different format back then. We didn't have these social media platforms. That's true. We just had... It uh, was even before MySpace. No, no, that was never MySpace. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Well, still, you know, it's not like... It wasn't worldwide connected like it... I mean, it was technically, but... I don't think people really... T- I think people thought we were joking. But... And yeah. he was hammered when he did the promo. He was like... You want to come on a demon, He yeah. barely talked. His eyes weren't even open. Yeah, so he should have made himself all handsome. And then... I got the idea at a bar. He's like, get your camera. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we should bring him on. Oh, dude, next season we're going to have a lot of stuff. We are, and we're going to have some more friends on, uh, hopefully in person. It would be a lot more fun that I'd way. Like to, I wouldn't mind getting some of the people Especially back from for Halloween. Se- from season one. Yeah, some of the people from season one, uh, and some people, some of our old friends that uh, really should be on, especially around Halloween time. Well, you heard when we had BA on. We need that, to. We're gonna we were revisit go, him. We were gonna go up there and get some sandwiches with BA and stuff. And yeah, uh, I told him I cover him on some. Uh, cover him on. Me and Amanda watched a bunch of old sloppy sandwich. videos last night. Yeah. Just like so many of them. In They're there. so good. So many from like 2000. Then we watched outside. They're we better in the dwarves, I tell you that. It always came down between those two. Yeah, it's totally they're better than the dwarves. Way better than the dwarves. So is L7. They're better than the dwarves. Yeah, so, so is blanks. Frylock. Frylock's a better band yeah. than <laughs> Even though he's an awesome character, it's an awesome TV sh- on an awesome TV show. He's still better than the dwarves. We watched, uh, we watched people that had been on the show. And did you know Black 77 have as a video? They're for better than the dwarves. Yeah. Uh, oh, they do, don't they? Yeah, they have an actual music video. And, uh... Uh, okay. That's a well, good... I think... People... I think we're, uh... 
I don't want to ramble too long on a bonus, so uh, <laughs> I love you guys, and we'll uh, love you. Thank you for listening to us this season. Yeah, dude. Thanks. This has been an awesome first season. This is like brand new to us, so thanks for hanging with our raggedy asses, and uh, we will be back for next season. In a few weeks. Yeah, not too long. Uh, We kind of started our first season late, so it ran late, but we want to be on schedule with the rest of you so we can all be together. So, we love you. Take care. Be safe. Was it uh, take care of yourself and each other? As Jerry Jerry Springer Springer. says, yeah, that's it. It's not, I'm not, that's a fellow Jew. He'll sue me. Peace. Have a good one. Be safe. Not sorry.